This is Heavy Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Indianapolis Colts. Why wasn't Hainsworth playing? Who is that chick he was talking to in the booth? Chris Cooley's concussion, our game balls and kicks, and much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? What's happening? What's happening? What's up? What's happening? Man, I'm, I'm sorry I missed you guys last week. I was in the city of New Orleans. And no this excuse. week I'm ca- calling in from the uh, lovely city of Las Vegas, Nevada. At the win. At the win. I'm looking out over the golf course. You Are you blowing some wind? <laughs> Answer his friend. I'm blowing some wind. You knew who? Uh, you, so, so if there's any Vegas fan, any Vegas folks out here that are Redskins fans, um, give me a shout out, like on the website or something. We got to put a post up because I want to know where's the best place to go to watch a Redskins game. Dude, there was a hey, one of our listeners I know lives in Las Vegas because he said we could stay with him. Who? Well, who I was? That was like. That was like two years ago, though, and I don't remember. Dude, if you're was. still out there, go back through the archives. If you're yeah. still listening, go watch the game with Josh this Sunday. Tell me where to go. Because we're, we're playing. We're playing. No Can't you just go to like any betting parlor and see the game? Tell me where I can Dude, get go put. Mon- I can get off the monorail and watch the game. <laughs> dude, go put twenty on the Redskins to win the NFC East. Yeah, dude. Go do it. All right. Okay. I might bet on the game this week. I think I will. Um, the game this week is a real kind of question mark. It's it's yeah. it's. What are you gonna? What do you expect from the Bears? This is what I expect. I, don't know. I expect the Redskins to utterly destroy the Bears in Chicago in Soldier Field. I expect the defense. I expect Arakpo to get at least three sacks this weekend. It's not going to be a hold fest. He's just going to absolutely light up Cutler. I think. Because, dudes, in the last three games, Cutler's had something like 13 or 12 sacks, and that includes missing half the first game I'm talking about and the entire second game with a concussion. Dude, he's going to get lit up. There's no reason that the one-man gang and Rackpo shouldn't just absolutely kill it this weekend. But anyway, we need to talk about last week's game, and we need to say thank you to our benevolent sponsor. Thank you to David Lee. David Lee Legal Law Services. Services. Legal Services. David Lee Legal Services, dude. You'll get it right one of these days. <laughs> anyway, speaking of David Lee, he sent us an email um, suggesting yeah. that we keep a tally of who gets what penalties. And, you know, I think that is a great idea, but you know we're too lazy to do it. So here's my idea. <laughs> here's my counter idea. You keep track of the penalties, and then you send us a report every week. And we could call Lee? it David Lee's. <laughs> uh, or any of our listeners. Or any of our listeners, um, legal. Well, uh, well, if you think about it, the law or if you think like about it, it's fitting because David Lee, you know, helps people out when they have penalties in life. <laughs> yeah, so, I was trying to get connected. Or that if there. you're 
Or yeah. if you're Emmett Smith, Pelletes. Pelletes. <laughs> if you're Dummett. Dummett. They had so many Pelletes. Speaking, they had so, so many yeah, Pelletes last weekend. Speaking of Emmett we, Smith. We, we need a name for that. Dude, speaking of Pelletes. Emmett Smith, man, that video that you found with the Yakety Yak song was outstanding. <laughs> Dude, I found that actually on uh, the Extra Mustard page on uh, Sports Illustrated. Um, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, go to our website, harryhogfootball.com. Um, it's a uh, it's a video called The Hilarious Season of Cowboys Football. There's only a little bit of the Redskins game in there, but it, it's the most important part. And it really pretty much sums up the whole thing. Somebody used Yakety Sacks, which I, I do want to say that we uh, were using long before the mainstream was using a couple of years ago. Bringing it back, thinking they were all bad. I think someone listened to our podcast and stole it from us, probably. I especially and uh, I especially love the part where they they go through and show Roy Williams and like Miles Austin, uh, little celebration in the end zone before they show the flag, and then they show the hold like twelve times. <laughs> Dude, you hate you hate Miles Austin more than maybe any other Redskins fan I know. Well, even more now. Did you hear what Troy Aikman said last week during the telecast? I did. He said after Miles Austin totally pushed that defender to the ground it was like dude i'm open and then acted like he was all bad and like spiked the ball against the fence like he not only looks like a rod he kind of acts like a rod in that arrogant sense thinking he's all badass and then aikman said aikman said that miles austin is the best receiver in the league and the only other guy that comes close to being as good as him is andre johnson of the houston texans what dude you know what i have to say about that Dude, you're gonged out. You're gonged out. You're gonged out. I don't know, but the Cowboys Cowboys season is circling the bowl. I met a Cowboys fan this week, and it was really easy to joke the guy this week. Really easy. Well, how did it was probably one and four, and we've beaten them, Josh? They got nothing to say, Josh. It was probably easier to joke him than it was to spot him because you know he wasn't wearing his stuff. He wasn't wearing his stuff. (laughs) He saw me wearing my Redskins stuff, and he was like, "Oh man, Redskins fans!" I was like, "I was like, oh man, come on, we've been, uh, uh, you know, I like, I've known the guy for a while." And I said, "I'm like, yeah, I'm like, why? Well, who you pull for?" And I said, "Don't say it." And he was like, "Dallas," and I was like, "Yeah." And you were like, "Uh," and I just said, "I'm sorry," because no, his res- his response to me was, "I'm I'm sorry, you're a Redskins fan." I was like, "Dude, I'm sorry, you're a Dallas fan." I said, man, what happened? I thought you guys were going to, like, play the Super Bowl in your own house. What happened? They're going to be watching the Redskins <laughs> play the Super Bowl. <laughs> Dude, you know how to sum up the Dallas Cowboys season so far? And I've heard a couple of, well, yeah, I've heard a couple of uh, mainstream news uh, sportscasters say this as well. Uh, basically, how the hell do you get a celebration penalty the week after you got a celebration penalty in the game before that. How the hell do you get a celebration penalty two weeks in a row? That is just D-U-M dumb. I don't know, but it's... That's unbelievable. No, seriously. How in the hell do you get a celebration penalty the week after you just got one? How does know. the coach not be like, dudes... If you John celebrate, Moran. I'm going to take you behind the woodshed and beat you with my hickory stick if you get another stupid-ass penalty well, one reason, for celebrating a touchdown. What the hell is wrong with you? Well, one reason is they got that crappy coach who just stands around yeah, looking all yeah, like Wade, a hair bearer or something. Wade, <laughs> Wade, 
Care Bear. Yeah. He looks like a Care Bear. Like he, like he needs a rainbow painted on his stomach or something like that. Which, which Care Bear would he be? Would he be like Portly Bear? He's the one with the rainbow he... on his stomach, dude. <laughs> I, imagine, uh... I imagine him like wearing a pink sweatshirt with a heart on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's got that. He's got that Care Bear look on his face and Care Bear demeanor. He does. He... He, he well he needs he's got like like a light blue and dark blue unmatching blue heart on his chest. Wasn't his dad a coach? Yeah, Dallas yeah, or dude. somewhere. Where does his dad, dad was good. His dad's name uh, was Bomb though. <laughs> Balls though. Bum. Ball. Bum Phillips. Balls though. Dude. Balls though. What? His I dad's steel. Dude, get get the corn out of your ears. His dad's name was Bum Though, I said. Bum Though. <laughs> Fungo. Shut up. Fungo? Dude, that's as All bad right. as this guy. Well, dude, that's as bad as one stop. of my professors in college. And his. <laughs> we were talking about someone called somebody a Dorcas once in class, and we were all, you know, giggling and laughing about it. He's like, what? My grandmother's name is Dorcas. What are you laughing about? And he was dead serious. We were like, your grandma's name is Dorcas? He goes, yeah. And we went, <laughs> Sorry to laugh at that. Um, and he just was so confused. His grandma's name is Dorcas. Uh, well, story. dudes, let's, let's start talking about the Redskins here. Um, Oh yeah, we we guys. do need to talk about. Well, I think we were just trying to not talk about the fact we lost we, that game, even though it was so close. It was close, and it was close. Golly. And I look at all of the opportunities the Redskins had to win that game from a defensive standpoint, from an offensive standpoint, just missed opportunities. And uh, you know, I think it's pretty obvious that one of the big things we got to do is we got to hang on to the turnovers when they're given to us. And um, and I'm not talking specifically about one player, though I am, Carlos Rogers. What? <laughs> what do you have to do to get this guy to catch a football and actually hold on to it, especially when it it's, hits him in the hands? The only interception he's had this year was the one I think in the Dallas game where it like he stuck his hands up because it was a bullet, and he stuck his hands up above his head and just tipped it enough to keep it in front of him and managed to grab it like it. it I guess it's got to be he can't think about it or he'll drop it. Because by my count, he's dropped five interceptions this year. And by a lot of people's counts, it was six. But I still contend the uh, the receiver for the Colts did have his hand in between Rodgers' hands on that second pick attempt in the game last weekend. And, and you know, the receiver became a defender and defended the pass. But five, definitely six, maybe. Yeah, that one was just comical. But then on the other hand, I was like, what are the Colts challenging on this call? Because the only thing that could have happened is they could have said that it was interception and then he was down by contact because that dude's foot hit him in the butt on the way down. Yeah, they were challenging that it was a turnover after the interception. But Aaron, you're exactly right. He was down by contact. On making the interception, if he would have caught, if it. anything, but the, if anything, the refs didn't even have to look at it though because they knew it was Carlos Rogers and they can't catch one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw that and I was like, Carlos Rogers caught one. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, no, damn it, Carlos Rogers no. dropping another pick. And that was a bit of Sam. I was I was listening to Sonny and Sam, and, and uh, they were like. 
It's because he's wearing those gloves. They say that every week. It doesn't matter who it is. Usually it's Carlos Rogers, but it doesn't matter who it is. Even like when Chris Cooley dropped that pass, they were like, it's because he's wearing those gloves. I don't think it's because he's wearing those gloves. Those things are so sticky. Uh, You saw how Garcon caught that one with one hand, but I'm not even really that impressed with those catches anymore because I've seen those gloves. In person. Yeah, Aaron, you have first-hand knowledge of that because you were touching one of Dick's. <laughs> yeah, I touched some of those sticky things at Dick's a couple weeks ago. <laughs> they're expensive, too. Yeah, they dude, cost like $20 say, a pair. Dang. That's the whole Darrell Revis commercial is look at your hands. They naked. Look at them now, and you got those gloves on there, and they're coated with, like, honeybee wax or something. I know. Those things are majorly sticky. It's like the ball just had to – I mean, he lofted it up there. The ball just has to land on it. And they'll stick to your hands unless you're Carlos Rogers. Maybe Carlos Rogers has the old school kind without the uh, without the uh, stick, stick on him. In fact, maybe he chalks his up or something like, without dick gotta, sticky stuff on it. You got to admit though, that was a beautiful pass, that 57 yard pass from Peyton Manning to uh, Pierre Garçon. 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 It was beautifully uh, ugly as far as I can say. Yeah, it was. It was, a, it was what? It was a tough one. It was beautifully ugly as far as I'm concerned. It was tough, That's right. yeah, but I mean, but we, we did show, the Redskins did show that, that, uh, they were resilient. They came right back and, uh, you know, they, scored, they ended up, they scored right after that. They came right back on that, um, Ryan Terrain, uh, nine yard run into the end zone there. Yeah. And that was our only Dude. good drive of the game. More or less, and, 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 you know, I mean, we had that path, that interception dropped. Kareem Moore dropped one in his hands. But, I mean, we had the one that on the Iraq post sack, we had Lorenzo Alexander, who Shanahan had a really good point this year, or this week. He needs to make the Pro Bowl as the special teams guy. He is out of control good. Mm-hmm. And um, there was another turnover, and that was on special teams. There was another turnover on defense. I mean, the Redskins got three turnovers in that game. No, we had four. Despite despite Carlos Rogers, four? Yeah, we had four turnovers. Which ones? Yeah, uh, there was two London Fletcher teams. forced London. Yeah, London Fletcher forced one. Yep. Who else? Brian Arakpo, Brian Chris Wilson, right? And then two on special teams. Two on special teams. Yeah, their their punt returner or whatever fumbled two of them, dude. Yeah, four. Hmm. Yes, we had four forced fumbles. Are you doubting me, dude? The- I am absolutely doubting you. I say it was three turnovers on the game. Why don't you look up the stats while we're talking about other things? I'm looking at them right now. It says three turnovers. And if it's not four, it should have been six. <laughs> it should have been. I, it should have been five. I still argue that second one with Rodgers. It was three. It was two on defense and one on special teams. Aaron, Aaron, I think you're thinking we did force another fumble, but but we did not get the ball back. We did not recover. Yeah, I think you're thinking about that one. Yeah, there were four forced fumbles, but we, we only got three turnovers. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe, okay. Maybe uh, he got the other one back. All right. All right. Well, there were three then. Still, our defense and special teams kept us in the game, and it wasn't because the defense was awesome. It's because they kept getting big plays. And they kept getting big plays. The turnovers in the second half, and the offense all, all three would not of those do in the anything half. with it. Yeah, I, I, I mean. <sighs> The Colts missed two field goals. I, I thought big, you know, interesting stat here for uh, number nerds like myself. Um, each team missed a forty-eight yard field goal back to back at the end of the first half. Um, they missed two field goals. We got those three turnovers. We lost by three points. 
it was so darn close. And I know, Aaron, you were especially complaining about McNabb during this game, but would you have rather had McNabb or Jason Campbell? I'd rather have McNabb, but I'm starting to get a little upset with his inaccuracy. It's like he has to warm That's up like a diesel truck, always been. He's always been like that. That's the thing. Yeah, but it's... I mean, make he's, it right. he's good at getting away with, you know, from the a lot of these sacks that Jason Campbell would have got nailed on. But he's he's inaccurate with these short passes, dude, and these medium ones. Like that one, the first interception, and I was like, dude, oh, what man. are you doing? Because that we could have yeah, scored yeah, I, on that. Have you guys noticed think, that he seems to throw really, really low to Joey Galloway? Like every time the ball's coming to <laughs> Dude, I mentioned like, that to John. I was like, what's yeah. up with Joey Galloway? It's like every time the ball is going his way, it's a crappy pass, and it's not Joey Galloway's fault. <laughs> it's like yeah, right at the shoestrings, man. I know. Right or way on. over his head. I guess it's just the routes he's he's on or something. I don't know. Like he can't it's, throw it's it. It's like they put him on the routes that he's just bad at throwing. I guess I don't know. I don't know, but it's obviously happening. If you guys had already talked about it, mentioned it, because it's it's obvious. It's like every time he throws to Joey Galloway, it's like down at his. It's like touching the tongue of his shoes. The ball is. It's odd. Ridiculous. It's odd. It's very odd. It's yeah. odd that he can't throw it to number eighty-four for some reason. <laughs> It's no like idea. the intended receiver. Like, how many times has Joey Galloway thrown to? Do we have those stats? Like five times. Joey Galloway working. Do we have a thrown to stat? Because uh, Joey Galloway caught one for 18 yards. I got that stat. But um, you know he's probably thrown to like 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. But, yeah, the defense. Yeah, thrown to, I have no idea. But he ended up with uh, one catch for 18 yards. But he got thrown to, like, at least four times in that game that I remember. And the special teams, like I said, are keeping us in games and defense somehow, even though we give up huge yards. I mean, we lost by we, three points. Def- and our defense Dude. gave it to the offense with two and a half minutes left to play with the chance to go down and win, and they just didn't get their job done. So as far as I'm concerned, the defense did their job, put them in a position to win at the end of the game. Yeah, with the lucky breaks and everything. They gave up 469 total yards. They're still ranked 32nd out of 32 in the NFL. It, But they, they got three turnovers, even even though they dropped those two picks. Yep. And and we were in position to win. It just, it just didn't happen. But like I said... Trying to look at positives, last year we would have lost this game by 30 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely wasn't really uh, upset with that loss because they fought hard the entire game. It wasn't like the Rams game where they just totally Good sucked. God. They just – what in the hell happened in that game? Anyway. I mean, it was like the same um, team that showed up for the Green Bay game. They played just as hard and had their stuff together. Yeah, and not to mention just, they're, we, we, they're going up against Manning, who is insane, and I still don't understand some of those rules that are tailored for him. Go, up, dude, break that down because this is something that we were uh, 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 talking about during the game as well. What is it about Peyton Manning and and his style of play that you do not like? Dude, I don't understand how he gets away with moving around so much. Like, what was up when he, like, put his arm and reached over the center's head and crossed the line of scrimmage? How come that's not a false start if you cross the line of scrimmage before the ball's hiked? I don't understand it. Fingers don't it, count. They don't call it. They don't call it anymore. Why didn't the I finger mean, count? Linemen... A head will count if your head's lined up in the line of scrimmage. 
They'll count that. Linemen, especially, especially centers, will put their hand up and point at somebody often on every single team now. They, they don't call that as a false start anymore. It's not something, I don't know if it's not a rule anymore or if it's just a rule that doesn't get enforced, but they don't call it anymore. They yeah. just straight up don't. And I can tell you exactly why, because Peyton Manning is the one that, you know, gets people to watch TV, not defenses. Well, dude, Sam was saying um, before the game that back in his day when uh, if you came up from under center, center as quarterback, then it's an automatic called timeout. Well, dudes, back in the 80s it was even that. You couldn't do all that stuff they do now, but they, they only call false, false starts basically if someone jumps yeah. and lurches forward. And they, a, they are so the false start rule used to be very broad, and it's gotten very very narrow nowadays compared to when we were kids growing up in the eighties, and even before that, like with Sam Huff and everybody, it's it's a completely different deal now. They don't they don't call anything. What was up with that one offsides penalty? I think it was on Arakpo when he was getting back, and he didn't touch anyone. I didn't. Oh, dude, yeah, they said he was unabated to the quarterback, but he was going yeah, back. What's that about? He was moving back to the spot when they threw the flag i didn't understand it i again peyton manning draws millions of viewers to television not the defense well that's exactly why Arakpo is going to be drawing some viewers it's 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 all about the quarterbacks in this league and we're going to talk about that a little bit later as we talk about the rule with or not the rule the new quote-unquote rule where they retroactively uh, find a bunch of guys fifty and $75,000 for hits that, for the most part, are legal as an L-E-G-A-L hits, not illegal hits. I don't know how the, what's up with the NFL going backwards and finding these people for something that was not illegal at the time. Um, I don't but know. I know I know exactly what it is. Oh, hell, let's talk about it right now. I know exactly what it is. It's because what I've just been saying – the league gets viewers, millions of viewers, to watch Peyton Manning, to watch Tom Brady. That's why they made the Tom Brady rule a few years ago where you can't hit the guy low anymore, the quarterback. They protect the quarterback more than anyone else because that's the most important player on the field. And when a bunch of good quarterbacks get hurt or if one of the great ones in the game gets hurt, it really hurts the brand. And as any strong football fan knows, the NFL is all about protecting the brand. Offense sells tickets and sells TV revenue or gets TV revenue. It's not defenses. As great as the defense was for the 99 Ravens when they won the Super Bowl, it was a very low-rated Super Bowl compared to many, many others that have had, like, great quarterbacks and fireworks going on. You know, you don't fill you, – you don't get the same numbers with Ray Lewis that and uh, Trent Dilfer that you get with Joe Montana or – Brett Favre or somebody out there, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, somebody like that behind center. That's why. And I think the three of us and a lot of you guys listening say that sucks. But unfortunately, that's the way it's going. And and we, I don't think any of us like that. We all three of us love defense. Yeah. And and yeah. Now with this, just the way it is. Now with this automatic suspension thing, it's going to be even worse. Well, you know what though. Once again, in this game against the Colts, the Redskins were making massive hits, hurting people. Dallas Clark is out indefinitely with a hand and or wrist injury from a hit from Landry. 
But all those hits were very legal. None of the hits were up around the head. What they're trying to stop is people from it's trying to stop defenders hitting people, especially defenseless receivers, apparently, um, around the helmet and the neck area. They're really trying to stay it. So if you're gonna they're really trying to stop that. So if you're gonna knock the ball out, you gotta hit them in the midsection or like up under the arms. You can't like hit them up in the chest to try to knock them out and and cause injury that way. I think that's basically what they're saying. But the thing is, NFL's not specifying what you can and can't do. And they find guys, like, for completely legal hits, $50,000. James Harrison had two hits. Neither one he was flagged for. He gets fined $75,000. Yeah, it's weird. That's what makes me mad, I think, because they're going back and saying, oh, you broke a rule that we don't have yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That the referees Uh, did not call. Yeah, so... It's dumb. Anyway, so yeah, we anyway. I guess we covered enough of that. The Redskins have been very good about that. There have been very few fines, and those guys are tackling very strongly. Yeah, I th- I think a good example is what I alluded to a bit ago: hitting up under the arms instead of over the arms if you're trying to knock the ball loose, which is what most guys are trying to do on right. defense. It's going to be little things like that, even though they haven't specified it, which is just crap. Yeah. Well, what's this? Um. Did you see this article about the Redskins and some kind of hit stick award or something? Hit stick award. Mm-hmm. I, Is that like the hit stick from Madden? Like the hit monitor? Um, I don't know. I didn't see that. Tell us about it. Um, hold on. I'm pulling it up. Keep talking. Tell us about it, Aaron. Well, Tell us about it. While we're talking about it, um, or while we're waiting on Aaron... Were there cuts this week? Uh, any, any any cuts or uh, signings this week? Um, I think in my favorite quote from the movie Spaceballs, not a damn thing involving cuts and signings, which well, I think easy. is the first. I think that's the first this season that one person hasn't been cut or signed, at least to the practice squad, this entire season. So I guess that's a positive thing. Huh. All right, here's the thing about the hit stick. You ready? Hit stick. It's Mike Sellers. During the course of a conversation, Mike Sellers pulled out something he called a hit stick from his locker. Basically a piece of wood made to look primitive or tribal. On it were three numbers, a 45, then a 97, then a 45. The methodology, someone who delivers a major blow on special teams, sick, a major hit on special teams, we'll say, gets <laughs> their you. jersey number on the stick. And then gets to uh, keep it in their locker. The catch. Such a hit must come in a win. So Sellers, number oh. 45, is on the stick twice for tackles he made against Dallas and Green Bay. Alexander's 97 is for a ferocious tackle Eagles. against Philadelphia. But Wilson, who delivered a powerful hit against Indy, is still waiting to see his number 95 because he hasn't come through in a win. Dang. Yeah, but that's not his fault. They should give him the hit stick. That's high end right there. It says, and then Seller said, me and Zoe plan on being the only ones on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, dude, Zoe, the one-man gang, is bad as hell this year. (laughs) So anyway, that's the hit stick. But their hit stick might be put put to rest with all these rules changes. Well, none of those hits have been fined that I know of, have been fined by the NFL that I know of. They're... They're keeping yep. it clean. They're not going for the head, and they're keeping the hits low, but not too low. Hey, speaking of um, speaking of taking a hit, uh, 
Uh, what about the injury report? Well, I was going to say, is is Derek Dockery taking a hit in his pay? Where's Derek Dockery? He's been inactive for like two weeks, hasn't he? Well, you, Aaron, cue the music. Cue the music. Franco-American SpaghettiOs. Show them your O face. It's time for the O-line report. <laughs> Seriously, what's up with that? Do they just hate Derek Dockery? Dockery, he's inactive huge. for the second game in a row. They are going with Will Montgomery, I believe undrafted out of Virginia Tech, over the Dockery report. I think it's kind of dumb. Something's got to be up there. Something's got to be up. Dockery's way know. better than Will Montgomery. I don't know what the deal is. I think it's he's better Will than Will Montgomery can back up center and and um, – Ta- or a guard. He can play center and guard. Yeah, but Lickensteiner sucked against Green Bay. He sucked against Green Bay. I don't remember thinking that he sucked in this game. Lickensteiner. No, he didn't. I don't remember him sucking. Lickensteiner. Yeah, that Derek Dockery. Schnell. That Derek Dockery situation is a, is an enigma to me. It's it's yeah. because Shanahan likes those those uh, nimble fatties. He doesn't like the fat fatties. He, he, and and like on. you said, off the air, dude, Mike Williams is screwed. Yeah, he's done, dude. If he hates fatties, man. He might as well start learning to play nose tackle. Um, dude. dude, you know what I like about Shanahan is he doesn't care where people came from. He, he could care less. If you were a first round pick, people cannot sit back or, on their laurels. He could care less if you're a first round pick or you worked at McDonald's last week. Yeah, pretty much. As long as you can play, that's right. Like Ryan Terrain. Yeah, be calling Brian Kozlowski soon. Calling him back. Cause, good God, cause. I don't know. We got two good tight ends now. So I don't know. <laughs> well, one of them, one of them, moving on into the injury report. Oh my damn arm. Um, good old. Hold on. It's time for the Injury Report with John Adams. All right, go ahead. I didn't even know you had music for that. Yeah, one day we'll get better music for that. Um, Chris Cooley has a concussion. He has been in limited practice. He's not sitting down completely, but he's not doing a whole lot. Uh, We don't know if he will play this weekend. I read today that he was ready to go. I read an article about I, that. I read it I think too. I read he that said, he said. He said he was ready to go? He did practice. He said he's ready to go. We will see. Well, there's a big difference. Um, the official the official injury report is uh, questionable. Portis is out. Cooley, Landry, and Sellers were all limited um, with a head, Achilles, and heel, respectively. And uh, D'Angelo Hall has been battling a back problem, but that's no excuse for not being as good as he thinks he is. Um, is full practice. Rocky McIntosh looks like he'll be back. That's going to be a nice plus. Um, HB Blades is not yeah. is not starting material as far as I'm concerned. Um, Carlos Rogers is uh, full practice. It says he uh, has shoulder issue. I think it should say hands. And, and I Trent heard, Williams. I heard that Carlos Rogers actually caught an interception in practice today. They, they need to let him BS. practice with the receiving core. He need you know what he needs to do is just like carry a football around all like tiki barber style and just carry it. 
No, they right. wherever he goes. They yeah. just need to have players like all the time going think fast and throw it to him when he's not ready. And just zing it at him and always like aim at his crotch or something. <laughs> so he'll really need to knock the ball down or catch it. Yeah, he needs to catch yeah. it. He'd be like, oh man, Whoa. not fast enough, Carlos. Man, he's got to be and, tired. And uh, Trent Williams is full, full rain, uh, full go as well. I thought he was a little rusty in the last game with that uh, toe knee problem. Dude, I thought he did I all think right. He's gonna be better. He had one he holding penalty, and he didn't give up any sacks to Freeney. He had two penalty, two uh, holding penalties. All right, two well, penalties, didn't he? Yeah, but one of yeah, them. He was a little rusty. One of them wasn't holding, was it? Yeah. They're both holding. I think no, no. You're right. I think maybe one was a false start, but he did have two penalties on the game. But look who you know, he, he had going two up penalties against. on the game. But look who he was going up against. Exactly. Yeah, he was going up against monsters. And he's a rookie. Don't forget, it's only his yeah. fifth game. And fourth he's game. injured. It's only his third game. Fourth game. Fourth game. I think so. Fourth game, dude. Hell, I don't know. To hell with it. All we know is that he's a rookie. He's been injured most of the season so far, and he is battling through. So if he's doing – I think he's going to do rather well this weekend. I know he's going to have to deal with guys like Erlocker and Lance overrated Briggs and Urlacher. some guys like that. Lance in the so, Briggs. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know. Um, dude, they have a safety on the Chicago Bears named Major Wright. They've got another one on the Bears named um, – crap, I already forgot his name. The dude that came from Washington. <laughs> By where uh, he came to Washington and sucked. What was his name? The safety a few years ago. Archuleta? Yeah, Archuleta. Arch- no, he's not there anymore, is he? I don't know. No, dude. I think he's out of football. He's too busy pumping you up. I would, all like Hans and Franz style, man. I just, he's all I like, can do his workout videos and like powder, dude. protein shakes and crap like that. I just brought him up because he sucks and I knew it would make you mad. I, Josh, Josh still likes to sport the white, uh, crisp white, undirty turtleneck <laughs> in a reverence of Archuleta every now and then. <laughs> uh, dudes, let's take a break. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. When we come back, we will talk about Tony Romo and uh, give our game <laughs> balls and kicks in the ball and what was up with Hainsworth and his little girlfriend up in the booth. We'll see you Dude, guys. Was that Katie Holmes? We'll see you guys. Or was she just homely? After the break. Oh, yeah. You're listening to to Harry Harry Hog Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. 
So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. You guys back? Oh yeah. Are um, we back? Yeah, we're back. Josh, I'm sure you had long way to go across the room at your little square hotel room. A long way to go where? To the mini bar. The mini bar. Actually it's a pretty nice it's a pretty nice suite, dude. It's got like two bathrooms. Dude, don't drink those waters. They charge you like seven dollars for them. Water's scarce out there. It's you know. It is. Desert. Anyway, Lake Mead continues to fall. All right. As so we, uh, as we mentioned before break, um, <laughs> Tony Romo is the second most overrated player according to players, and Fat Albert is the according fourth. to players. Who's the first? There was a most? poll. Who's the first? Most? Well, there was a poll done by uh, Sports Illustrated that was released uh, just yesterday of 269 NFL players. And the rankings for most overrated players in the NFL, uh, number one, Terrell Owens. <laughs> number two, <laughs> Tony Romo. His quarterback. His quarterback. That's right. Who's number, number three? Number quarterback. Number three is Mark Sanchez. Number four, Fat Albert. And number five, Eli. <laughs> Yeah, I think Eli nice. should be on there. I agree with that. He's not as He got brother. bailed out. The only reason he's got a damn Super Bowl ring is he got bailed out by that Dave or was it David Tyree, that dude that's not even in the league anymore, catching that ball up against his helmet with the sticky gloves. Oh yeah. Dudes, I'm telling you, just like Aaron said, all you gotta go all you gotta do is go and touch one of those sticky things at Dick's. <laughs> And you will understand how easy it is to catch a football with those things, with those sticky things at dicks in the NFL. Yeah, those sticky things on your hands. That just sounds wrong, man. All right. I don't understand Uh, what you mean by that. Anyway. Hey, let's give our games and kicks, our game balls and kicks. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, sorry, I messed up. Kicking the balls. The Harry Hog kicking the ball to war goes to Aaron. You guys know what I need? Fellas Rogers. Have you guys ever seen that show, uh, Frasier? Well, Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs. I need a Roz that like plays the sound effects in the booth next door so I don't have to try to do it. Dude, you got two kids. What are you teaching them? ABCs? One, two, three? Do you need to teach them the real lessons of life, like how to run a soundboard? They're not named Roz. Come on now. I need someone named Roz to do it. <laughs> Is there anyone in the greater Kentucky area named Roz? <laughs> that would be willing that to That can help out Aaron. That would be willing to work for nothing. And run the soundboard. And run the soundboard. That would be willing to work for a uh, free Guinness. Mm. Anyway, uh, who wants to go first on the game balls? Carlos Rogers, next. Car- oh, man. Yeah. Oh, wait, totally. we're on the kicks. Sorry, we're on the kicks. 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Kicks. All right, you're you're giving yours to Carlos Rogers for dropping that interception. Yes. Do I need to say any more? Nope. Carlos Rogers needs to learn to catch and pull in the interception. I'm tired of saying it. But at least he knocked the pass down. I don't care. He needs to. Catch he also it. got burnt for one of those touchdowns in the end zone. But he just could have had a he could have had a pick six. There were a couple different times uh, also that like he was given way too much cushion. It was like whoa, seriously. Yeah. Carlos Rod- talk about the overrated list. All these people that talk about Carlos Rogers being so great. No, but I was happy when they started saying he was so great because I was hoping we would trade him and get something. These, <laughs> yeah, but these are these are basic things that he should be doing at the position that he's playing and getting paid millions of dollars for. I, I don't understand why he can't do these things. It's so basic to put your hands are- out and catch a ball that's thrown right to you. <laughs> Especially with those it's basic. Uh, it's basic. sticky things from dicks. This is so All right, basic. so next. Hey, you know what I'm giving Carlos Rogers for Christmas? A $20 <laughs> gift card to dicks. Because he needs to go get some more gloves. <laughs> he needs some more of those sticky things. Um, Man, who am I going to give my kick to? He could probably go to dicks online and get them. But don't go to dicks.com because that's something totally different. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron got talked to by his HR department for that one. <laughs> Do not go to dicks.com, whatever you do. It was like this you might, site. You might see a picture of Brett Favre's junk on there if you're not careful. It was like this site has been banned <laughs> during business Dude, hours. but you know what that means, Aaron. You know what that means? That somebody at your company at one point in the past went to dicks.com. They might have frequented it. They may have frequented it. And they may have gone completely innocuously, you know, trying to get there and find some sticky things. But <laughs> or an exercise. I have a feeling it's not the reason. Anyway, moving forward. All right, John, who's yours going to? Um, Man, it's – so many people, like, really tried in that game. I mean, Carlos Rogers was the obvious one in this game, but I can't give it to him. I think my kick in the balls is going to go to HB Blades <laughs> because I have never because he certainly did not step up and do anything. He had one tackle and one assist tackle. Yep, he didn't do hardly anything in the game, and a big chance for him to step up as a young player and show that he knows what's going on and do something in a in in coming in for the uh, concussed Rocky McIntosh. Um, and he didn't show anything. And I, I've, I've not been high on HB Blades for a while. I don't think he's very good, honestly. So I, 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 I think he's someone that's probably going to make his way. He, he's on the roster now because we just don't have a lot of linebackers. I don't think he's going to be around that much longer um, going into the next season and things like that. Um, having said that, I also think, on a different note, I think it's going to be very interesting. If you guys remember a couple years ago, there were talks that Rocky McIntosh they were talking about trading Rocky McIntosh for Lance overrated Briggs from the Bears. And now we're going to be playing them this weekend. Something to keep an eye on on Sunday. Bears. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead, even though um, <clears throat> I know that uh, he's better than Jason Campbell, I'm going to have to give it to Donovan McNabb for that first interception that he threw, which was worse, in my opinion, than Carlos Rogers dropping the one. It was he horrible. He did have two picks on the game. And it was terrible. It was a terrible. The pick. one at the end was horrible too, and we had a chance to win. Yep. So he was twenty nine for forty five with two hundred and forty six yards. He was very yeah. inaccurate on those one TD. 
I mean, did he have any drop passes? Because I think most of the incompletions were ones that were not catchable. Yeah, Cooley dropped like two, which is even worse than his customary one. Yeah, and I think Santana Moss dropped his customary one too. I do want to say he had a quarterback ranking of a uh, mediocre sixty-seven point five. Jason Campbell's quarterback ranking ranking last week was a ten point three. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. I'm not comparing him. I'm no longer comparing I, him to Jason Campbell because Jason Campbell's not I on know. the team. I know, I know. I'm just saying we're so much better off with McNabb, and and I can't think of a chance that we had to have a better option than what we have with him. I'm not disagreeing. But, yeah. but in this game, if he would have capitalized on one of those turnovers, especially the one in the first quarter at the very beginning. It could yeah. have been a different outcome. He gets my kick. Yeah. Word. Hey, what happened? Speaking of Donovan McNabb, what happened on that Brandon Banks pass? It was like a deep pass to Brandon Banks. I thought Brandon Banks took a bad angle. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. But again, when McNabb throws the ball like 60 yards downfield, you don't know where the hell it's going to go. It's <laughs> like, it's between the hashes. It's either between the hashes or between the hashes, a hash in the sideline, or it's out of bounds. Or it's up in the stands. I, or it's somewhere. When he throws it deep, that's that's where you see the talent of someone like Santana Moss, the talent and the experience come through. Because when he throws the ball deep like that and it doesn't go out of bounds, Santana Moss is able to, to correct his route at the last second so he keeps the defenders guessing because they're just chasing him. You know, They're not turning around and looking at the ball. So that that's where someone like Santana Moss, with his knowledge and his experience, I think comes through. He always and Brandon does that Banks, too. you know, he always does that. He, I think that's one of his best gifts yeah. as a player, and I'm sure he worked hard to to hone that gift, um, sure. hone that talent to do that. So I, you know, Brandon Banks, he just he he just turned around. He like looked over one shoulder and was like, "Oh crap!" and then looked over the other shoulder, and by then it was too late. So. What about you, Aaron? Who's your kick going to? I just told you. McNabb, Donovan dude. McNabb. Oh, I mean, John. What were you doing, I dude? Yeah, no, I did. Mine's the HB Blades, dude. Oh, gosh, man. Where am I? What oh, were you doing? Were you on Dicks.com? I'm staring at You're staring at Dicks.com. <laughs> Sorry. Josh, get off of Dicks.com. How about game balls, then? <laughs> Speaking of balls. Speaking of dicks.com and, and <laughs> balls. Game balls. Aaron, now, save us. Aaron. An ever elusive game ball award. All right. My game ball award this week <laughs> is going to the guy that I gave the nod to in my fantasy league. Number 46, Ryan Terrain, for having a huge game. Monster. He would get. All right. The Colts would have angles on him and penetration like four or five yards back in our backfield, and he would still somehow make five and six yards on the run. So he would he get hit. Five yards of carry. He would get hit and carry a dude a couple yards. He broke so many tackles; it was insane. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's he's the freight train man. He had he had uh, what do you have? He had twenty carries for a hundred yards, two touchdowns. His longest yep. run was twenty five yards, and and then. On top of that, uh, he caught a pass for nine yards. So, I mean... I thought... No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, dude had a great game. That's all yeah, I'm going to say. he did. Good, I, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. yeah, it was really nice to see a 100-yard game from a running back with the Redskins because we haven't seen a lot of that lately. Especially this right. year. And, 
I thought it was really interesting. And Aaron, you you were talking about this as well during the game. At the beginning, the run was not working, and so finally, on like the third series, I think, um, Shanny the younger finally opened it up with the pass. And after that, it was like free run for Ryan Terrain for the most part, and obviously because it's the best running game this season by a Redskin. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's 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 kind of the opposite of what we're used to, and it seems like this is the direction the league is going in. It's it's like use the pass to open up the run instead of vice versa, like we're so used to, like we've yep. grown up with. We're seeing this yep. more and more. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick. I'll give my game ball then. Let's see. You gave yours to Ryan Terrain. I, and I was actually going to do that today, give an offensive game ball, which I don't typically do. So, and, you know, I could give it to defense. I had somebody picked out for that. But um, I'm going to give my game ball to uh, – I'm going to give my game ball to Hunter Smith this week for uh, – Dang, that's his, two in a row for him. Man. He had six, he had six punts. Um, averaging 39.5 yards. He has, his longest punt was 56 yards. Um, and he had two inside the 20. But I, I just, I just feel like we're so much more comfortable now having Hunter Smith back at, at punter. It, it's insanely it's better. Ex- yeah, it's absolutely. It's like, it just feels more, you know, I don't worry about it so much anymore. It used to be like, oh lord, we have to punt. Let's see what's going to happen now. Now For it's like pretty the last much, 15 he's, years. He's, He's pretty consistent, is what I'm saying. So for his consistency, he gets my game ball. Agreed. Good one. And 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 on a very interesting note, um, Hunter Smith was not found this week um, swimming in a canal in downtown Indianapolis without his shirt on, saying, my shirt's in the water, and getting a ticket for public intoxication like Pat McAfee, the punter of the Colts, Colt, uh, was found just a couple of days ago. And on that note, the Indianapolis Colts probably could use Hunter the punter this weekend because Pat McAfee has been suspended for a game <laughs> for that public intoxication. Um, for whatever reason, he was he was a. Uh, they're not playing actually. They're on bye this weekend, but he's suspended for the next game next weekend. Um, so yeah, I think we're pretty good with good old stable Hunter. Hunter the punter exempt is he, he is stable. He just. He, he means you hear his name and you think stability at punter now. And that's right. the way he was in Indianapolis. And last year was kind of an anomaly. And, you know, it was just a crap year for everybody because of everything with Cousin Vinny and all that crap. But Hunter Smith, stability. Yep. There you go. It's be, it could be like Hunter Smith, First National Bank. Stability. <laughs> How about you, John? Uh, well, I, I thought for sure Aaron's game ball was going to go to Justin Tryon for his two kick returns for 37 yards, uh, but he plays for the Colts now. So my game ball is going to have to go to Brian Arakpo oh. for doing something that very few people do. Sack and I know Peyton it wasn't Manning. a monster crushing hit, but he sacked Peyton Manning and yeah. he caused a turnover on the play. That right. was absolutely freaking huge. And and I don't know if we noted this last week, but Brian Arakpo is the most held player in the NFL officially at this point of the season. He has been held more than any other player in the NFL. And that's only what they've drawn called. more holding penalties. And that's yeah. what they've called, called holding penalties. Yep. Yeah, dude. He's yep. been other held that, so he much two, more. He had two tackles on the day in addition to that sack and uh and fumble turnover. Yeah. Hey dude, can I just give a shout out here? 
We already talked about. Dude, I already did your shout out for. Uh, um, this is another shout out. Another one. Oh, okay. <clears throat> we already had the shout out on the special teams on the punting end, but what about what um, Hummingbird has brought I knew you were gonna bring to him the up. table? BB Hummingbird, Brandon Banks, the Hummingbird. Dude, on kickoff returns, he had five kickoff returns, averaging twenty-five yards each, with his longest in this each. game. Each. 44 yards. 44 and that yards was with two two holding penalties or block and or blocking the back penalties Dude. during the game. Yeah. At least two. And don't Dude, forget his punt returns. Punt returns. He had two punt returns averaging 16 yards each with his longest being 17 yards. So that says to me he had a, a, a 15 and a 17. So basically he <laughs> so, had over, 100, <laughs> over 150 yards on returns. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, Chad Simpson had a thirty-two yard. Talk about talk about suddenly being like all shorn up, like like it's like the Redskins kicking and punting units. Well, the kicker and the punter. It's like the Redskins organization suddenly took a bunch of emodium and we're all shored up at kick returns and punt returns and at punter. And I think our field goal kicker is pretty pretty solid all in all, especially as a second year player as well. It's like this was one of the worst areas of concern on the Redskins for a decade and a half. And suddenly solid. we're we're in pretty solid shape. Yeah, Gordon's getting gonna, better too. I gotta poop for years. I have to say Gordon I think is gonna end up being one of the top kickers in the league, knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on wood. I think I think he's got some talent. He's you know and remember last year he didn't come into the league until what, December? Because mm-hmm. he was playing in the UFL, like for the Tuskers or the Locos or somebody like that. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, I think he was playing for Jim Hazlitt, wasn't he? He may have been. He was playing for whatever that team was that won. Sequoia Redwoods or something like that. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, uh, so that wraps what else up. we got here? That wraps up the game balls and kicks. Dudes, what was up with Hainsworth when they showed him during the game and there was some, like, generic, uh, downgraded version of Katie Holmes, like, playing It was with like Katie Homely. Katie Homely. Playing with his beard, and then when the camera got on her, she like straightened up, like um, was like, "Oh crap, the camera's on." Dudes, yeah, yeah. Number one, I I don't understand why Hainsworth did not play. I know he was out for a week because of the the horrific death of his brother, and everyone that is tragedy, and everyone understands that. But you'd think that Shanahan would want to play him. He came back on Wednesday, and he uh, reports coming in on Monday, just a couple days ago. Where that Shanahan had already ruled him out on Thursday, and everyone knows that Peyton Manning is afraid of Hainsworth. I don't. I thought he would be angry and really want to play in this game. He said he was just just be ready to go. I thought. I thought that this was very questionable on the Shanny. Yeah, it's starting to Shanny the elder. Shanny, as far as Hainsworth is concerned, he's starting to you know upset me a little bit because if you're going to have him there and not trade him. Play him. Right. The only thing I can think of is that he started practicing on Wednesday or whichever day and was getting winded all like last year, like needed a blow on the sidelines after three plays type of thing. Right. So that's the only thing I can think of. Like he got out of shape real fast. Because, I mean, we all know he came into camp slimmer, but he was he got no cardio, no cardio yeah. whatsoever. Well, hopefully he'll play this week. He shot down a little yeah. too much at, what? at the wake. And uh I know. guess so. Because we didn't it, it, like 
We didn't mention he this. He didn't work out for a week. We didn't mention yeah. this, but the trade deadline was Tuesday at 4 o'clock, and he's still on the team. So, so right. there you go. There you have play it. So, he's there for the rest of the year. Just play him. And if he starts getting tired, take him out. Put him Vonnie Holiday. What has he done? He's had like one tackle a game. Vonnie Holiday. Vonnie Holiday. <laughs> I don't know his tackle isn't a stats position, but Hainsworth hey. has proven this year he's, for the most part, he's he's better than Holiday. You need to play him. He's better than Vonnie. Right. Hey, what's this big answer of the day thing I see on here? What is oh, wait, that? Well, I want to go back to the uh, Katie Homely thing. That Aaron was talking about because because I haven't heard anyone talk about this because Hainsworth was up in one of the luxury boxes with Katie Holmes. and it's ex- and that's exactly what happened. They showed him once during the game up in this luxury box, all sitting there, all like Hainsworth with that funny look on his face, and there was this Katie Homely looking chick like all playing with his beard and all like whispering up in his face and stuff off the side of his face. And the shot was on for like two seconds, and you could tell the way she kind of glanced backwards. Someone was like, you guys are on TV. And she suddenly like turned away and sat in her chair was like, I wasn't even talking to him. Um, and we know that uh, amongst all the other people that Hainsworth may end up owing money to, one of them is going to be his ex-wife because he's get, he is getting or has gotten divorced. So, I mean, the dude is, is you know, he's out there. It's a free game for him. It, you can't fault him for that, but... That was kind of uh, interesting to see that while everyone was playing on the field. Dude, um, question or a comment. We need to hurry this up because I just realized we're almost an hour in. Yeah, we are. Let's let's kick it. So let's move forward right. here. Um, the NFL's take on big hits from last week. They are going to suspend people with helmet-to-helmet hits. We already talked about that. We already yeah, talked we about talked about that. About that. Um, the gold pants were back. I don't know what the answer is. Well, last week was the big question of the day. Where were the gold pants? And uh, Shanahan right. said, "If Shanahan said something to the effect of take me behind the barn and shoot me if I have to make you know clothing decisions for the team.'" <laughs> yeah. And we pontificated <laughs> that uh, it was because Green Bay already wears gold pants. He didn't want to get anyone confused. Right. So anyway, um, what the heck? Okay. Gold pants are back. They should be back for the rest of the year at home. Is the word on the street in Washington? Right. Next game, Sunday at 1 on Fox. We do not have uh, Joe Yuck, thank goodness, because he is going to be announcing baseball for a while, a couple weeks. Thank goodness. And uh, we do have a Send me an email or something at uh, RedskinsFanHarryHawkFootball.com if uh, you're in Las Vegas and you're watching the game. Yeah. Yes, sir. And once again, uh, thanks goes out to David Lee Legal Services for his continuing support of the podcast. Uh, send us some email, RedskinsFanHarryHogFootball.com. Um, um, check out our Twitter page, Josh. Yep. Check out Twitter. Uh, yeah. Follow us at HarryHog on Twitter. And, and uh, all those good things. Make sure you go to the and website. you may get. Check out that usually, Yak video of the Cowboys. That's It's pretty funny. It's about two and a half minutes or so. And, yeah, on Twitter, um, we tweet during the games our comments and, and whatnot. So you can check that out. Um, there's some live tweeting during the uh, actual football event. Except I refused right. to last week. For some reason, yeah. I just didn't feel like doing it. I don't remember why. What do you mean last week? Anyway, uh, hail to the Redskins. And as always, you see a Cowboys fan. One and four, baby. How the hell do you get a celebration penalty two weeks in a row? 
Seriously. You got problems.